to Yeah We Read It. I'm one of your hosts, Maggie. And I'm your other host, Laura. And we are two best friends traversing the terrain of books from our youth. Right now we are on the second book of Scott Westerfield's The Ugly, so we're actually on The Pretties. Pretties. And we'll just say, top of it, this is part two of the book, and we'll, we'll come in really hot with this. There will be a little bit of a trigger warning for this one because some of the things... And we're going to tell you when we get there, so like, feel free to like listen to it now, and then when you get to the trigger warning, you can decide if you want to keep listening. Yep. Uh, and we're going to also, we put a trigger warning in the description of this episode, if you somehow missed that as well. Uh, we're looking out for you, y'all. We yeah. are looking out for you. Some content gets kind of wild. So we're going to get a little wild, uh, not us, the book, but also us, but in also a different us. way, in a fun way. <laughs> in, a, in a PG, but in a way in a, you want to see it four times. In a in pretty theaters. way. I love that. I love that for us. So where we ended off was Tally and Zane have taken the pills in Valentino Mansion, and they are pretty brained. Yes. But the pills are, it's designated, you're supposed to take two pills per person. They split the two pills between them, so they each took one. And we're just kind of dealing with the consequences and fallout yeah. of that. Yeah, so we start, we pick up, like, a couple months after the fact. Like, it's been, like, a month or so. Uh, they wake up in bed together, and my first thought is, like, have they been fucking? But it's never explicitly stated. No, but they do go back home together later mm, on, too. Like, so, like, maybe. Um, but they're in bed, and, like, you know, like, they're at this place where they have to, like, pretend to be pretty now. Yes, um, Tally does kind of chew out Zane for that because he's saying bubbly is bogus, and she's like, why would you say that? Uh, yeah, because uh, we have to mention that they have these silver cuffs on their wrists now instead of the interface rings, which can be removed. They have these cuffs, which cannot be taken off, and they hear every single thing they say. Yep, even when they're talking outside, they can hear them uh, because, yeah, you can't take them off. So they've started this new fashion trend where they'll cover up their arms with, like, scarves, and it is the new talk of the town. All the crims are wearing scarves. Some of them even requisition to try to get a silver yeah. cuff, which, like, why? Enjoy your freedom. Yeah, and uh, Zane uh, is having, like, a little bit of a different reaction to this pill than Tally is. So, like, Tally's just kind of, like, mellow, kind of easing into the kind of awareness of, like, wow, I'm not as pretty as I used to be. And Zane's just, like, tired all the time. He gets these terrible headaches. Yeah, he's getting all the bad side effects of yeah. what would be the second shot of COVID. Ugh. <laughs> oh, God. Praying um, I don't get a fever. But yeah. they have this whole plan today to try to break through this ice of this ice rink that is held up by rafters above a party's yeah. fire because they are trying to get the Smokies' attention because Croy came a month ago and they haven't heard anything yeah, about the new they, smoke. Honestly, I would be pissed. Like, they just dropped off these pills and now you have this note saying we were supposed to come get you and you didn't and now I've taken these pills, it's a month later, and you still haven't come and gotten me? What the fuck? Exactly. Like, how are you going to schedule another doctor's appointment with Maddie? They're like, here's pills that might make you brain dead. Oops. And then it's like, well, how do I get in contact with my primary care yeah, doctor? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't have any way you can reach us, uh, but we're in the woods maybe somewhere yeah you have fun 
It very much feels like it's like a healthcare company you're on hold with. It feels like me trying to make like an appointment with my hairdresser because she is impossible to make an appointment with. And the one I just made with her got canceled for another month. I feel that. (laughs) Oh my god. I made one for May 1st and I have to cancel it because we're going to be gone. Oh my god. And I have to make one. God, this is, you know, being pretty minded and taking pills is just like getting your hair cut is what we've concluded. (laughs) This is true. Um, So yeah, they play this big trick uh, in the the ice rink. They uh, convinced all the other crims to spill out their alcohol flasks onto the ice to um, make it crack. Yep, because Zane had tried this out with ice cubes where if you put vodka into frozen ice, apparently it like makes it slushy. And so they're on top of this great, um, it's kind of like a stadium. They're on this place called Neferity Stadium, which is a huge arena. There's a big soccer game. I kind of saw it as, like, maybe a playoff. Yeah, it was, like, a big soccer game. I always just, like, picture, did they say this or am I imagining it? I picture the ice rink just, like, levitating. Yes, it sounds like they, like, let them go off of the lifters, and then they're, like, they're, it kind of sounds like they're floating. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're hoverboarding, but ice rink edition. So they all accidentally slip, or... Uh, accidentally, quote-unquote. They accidentally slip and slide over this rink, and they're spilling vodka everywhere. Yeah. And at the same time, there's, like, fireworks coming up from the stadium. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know, like, heat meeting cold, plus the cold's being slushy, plus Zane at the same time just comes and jumps from a different side of the yeah. rink and, like, breaks it. So it's, the ice shatters. It's mentioned now that, like, Zane and, and Tally aren't pretty-minded. They're, like, suddenly aware of how strong they are because, like, when you're apparently pretty-brained, you don't think about using your muscles to your full force. Mm-hmm. And so Zane uh, is just kind of, like, going ham whenever he can, and that's how he jumps so hard to break the ice. It's interesting you bring it up because it's like, okay, you're pretty-minded. You can't really use your muscles, but they aren't eating. Yeah. So where does their energy come from? I have no idea. Probably the coffee. They drink a lot of coffee. And energy pills. But, like, shit, if you're doing that... Well, also, they're losing weight, because that's their whole yeah. thing right now. They're oh my god! to lose weight. Listeners, we forgot to mention, they're trying to lose weight to get the cuffs to slide off their wrists. So they're, like, not eating right now, which is questionable. Yeah, Tally, at some point, has a thought across her head where she's like, oh my god, I'm skinny enough that I could get it off, but you know how your thumb kind of, like, protrudes out from your hand. She's like, should I break it? And I'm like... Homegirl, you're already doing the most. Yeah. Oh my god, it reminds me of that uh, st- that Stephen King book where the woman misery. Another. Uh, yep. Yeah, is that what it's called? The woman. Is, oh, like, you're her- talking about Gerald's game. Yes, that's what yes. I'm talking about. The, it's this. Uh, oh, I, I watched the that. movie. I didn't read the book. God, it's so terrible. Like her husband and her like having sex, and she's handcuffed to bed, and then he has a heart attack, and they're in their like vacation home in the middle of nowhere, and so she's just handcuffed to this bed for days, and it's ugh. Yeah, oh my has, god. She has to kind of like, she really has to break her yeah, hand. Yeah, she really breaks her hand. And so when Tally like says that, I'm just like, no, get that Gerald's Game image out of my head. That is genuinely one of the scariest movies I've ever I, seen. It's chilling. It is yeah. chilling. So I do love though when the ice breaks. This image is my favorite. So all of the other crims who are trying to like escape Pretty Town, they're also there. They're in on it. But Zambonis are also falling <laughs> out of the air. And the fact that it's Zamboni's plural, I was like, okay, there's more than one. (laughs) I did picture, like, at least ten Zambonis that are just huge, just falling to the ground. And I don't, it's never said if they have the bungee jackets or not, so I don't know if they're just, like, 
plunging to the ground. I think they have to wear the bungee jackets to go in because of the risk, but for yeah. the Zambonis, definitely. What are Zambonis doing? And I could have taken a whole chapter on that, knowing if the Zambonis hurt anyone. I would have loved just, yeah, a good ten-page uh, tangent of what happened to the Zambonis after this uh, trick that they pulled. Could they requisition new Zambonis? Lots of questions. Uh, they canceled Zambonis from New New Pretty Town. They're not allowed to be here anymore. So this whole show was to prove to the New Smokies that the New Smoke had allies in the city, since the yeah. soccer game was heavily televised. Yeah, the, the metaphor is kind of like the sky is falling and... It was a big, big whole thing. Big whole thing. And they're like, oh my god, guys, we did it. So they party after. So they party after. Um, and Zane is, has heads aching. Yeah. Classic he's, Zane. He's want to go home early from the party, heads aching. I've been there. I get too drunk. I want to read a book. Where's <laughs> the logic when I go home? I don't know. But Zane is like, bring me home, but Tally, you stay, because otherwise people are going to be like, they're up to something. Maybe they're just fucking. Who cares? Exactly. Uh, They're thinking too much now that they're not pretty-minded. Yeah. But we also learned that in this time, they really have not told a single person about this cure. So, like, they have people on their side about, like, the new smoke, but they haven't explained the whole cure situation yet. And Tally and Zane do the night handoff, kiss, goodbye, goodbye, see you tomorrow, whatever. And on the way back to the party, Tally runs into Dr. Cable. Honestly, I was not expecting Dr. Cable to show up. No, and it was how the chapter ended on just her name, and I gasped. I was like, Dr. Cable is such a good villain. Um, so Dr. Cable shows up and she's like, well, 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 Tally, having fun tonight? That's how I kind of imagine Dr. T- Cable talks. Like, yeah, and Tally's, like, losing her balance, tripping everywhere, like, what? <laughs> <That's how laughs> and I Tally does what Tally does best, and she's playing dumb. Yeah, she's like, that definitely wasn't planned, and Dr. Cable's like, well, we always knew that there was a problem, maybe architecturally, with this, but it was on a big event day, and Tally's like, what a coincidence. And Tally's like, weird that that all happened. Well, you're not saying that, like, we did that, are you? And then she's like, I've noticed everyone wearing scarves on their wrists. I know that you started the fashion trend. She's like, I mean, someone has to be, like, a leader. I don't know, I don't know. And <laughs> Dr. Cable is like, listen, I don't give a fuck about the v- tricks that you're doing. I'm offering you the chance to be bubbly, faster, stronger, harder, all the time. Yeah. Join us. Yeah, be bubbly all the time, be a special. And Tally's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I thought this was really interesting, and it kind of explained a lot of why they let uglies get away from things, is they kind of have a weeding out process in special circumstances where they let uglies get away with tricks because they want to see who would be good for special circumstances. Honestly, which is, like, baller, like, fair. Specials just kind of let the little ugly children do whatever the fuck they want so they know, like, that'll make a good special, that'll make a good special, that won't make a good special. Smart. Special circumstances is insanely intelligent. Do you think that you would qualify for special circumstances? I think I would. I think they would think my pranks are too stupid and too, like, niche. They'd be like, this is just a weird way to get... (laughs) what they want about yeah. it's something that is completely unnecessary. For me, they'd be like, how did you think of that? I think you would make it, I think they would be like, you're just trouble. Yeah. You're not useful. <laughs> and then they would be like, but your best friend's a special, so get on in here. Yeah, I'm like the Zane riding Tally's coattails, because she's like, whatever, we can make Zane one too if you really want. Yeah. <laughs> but we learned something interesting about Zane here, is that he was friends with Croy and Shay, as we know. But I think that's how 
Dr. Cable figured out about David. Yeah, this we find out that, you know, we found out last part that, you know, Zane knew Croy and Shay from the before times, and he shickened out from going to the smoke. But we found out here that he worked with Dr. Cable, mm-hmm. and which is a big deal, because it's like, again, what I was saying last uh, part, where it's like, Zane did indirectly cause Tally to be in this mess. Yeah. Yeah. And that... Apparently, it doesn't put any damper on their relationship. Yeah, it, it no, kind of it's is addressed kind of like sexy when you think about it. Uh, so she she goes back to the party. Tally's like, "Oh dang, you know, I should probably go back." And she runs into Shay. She's just not having. A good Honestly, night. I was just thinking about what a terrible night to be like. Your boy having some headaches leaves the party for you to be like. Okay, cool. I have to handle this whole party by myself where I have to pretend that I have not taken a cure. Yeah. Dr. Cable, your arch nemesis, shows up and is like, here's something to think about. Throw this entire life away and throw everything you're working for away. Become a special. And then you go back and your best friend's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And this is a best friend that you've had um, a lot of turmoil with. Yep. Whether she remembers it or not. And, like, you're feeling pretty guilty because, obviously, you are in the wrong, objectively. Yeah. In a a way. In a way. Um, And she's like, girly, bestie, hi. What's up, girl boss? Um, Dang, you guys, like, really haven't been the same since that little climbing thing. You know what's crazy? Me and Fosto, we actually tried that climbing thing. And I fell to my death and... I'm not the same as you and Zane. Yeah, Shay notices that Tally and Zane are different and there's, like, chasing how they became different. Yes. So she climbed the tower. It didn't work. And now she's like, she wants answers. And she also fell and she was like, crazy thing about me falling. I actually remember everything that you did. You're the reason I'm in the city. You followed me to the smoke to betray me after you stole David from me. So just like, tell me what happened to you and Zane. You owe me. And she fucking does owe her. Yeah. And yeah, Tally panics. So the only thing I won't give Shay is like, she did not steal David from her. David just didn't like her in the first place. Yeah. And everything else she's allowed to be mad at. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and so she's like, tell me what happened. You owe me. You literally owe me. Tell me why you're different. And mm-hmm. Tally, back down to the corner, is like, I took a cure. Yeah. I took, Zane and I took the cure. We found it on, like, the, as Croy came and left it for me. And Shay freaks out on her. Yep, she's like, you don't even know, Zane. Uh, I, you, I helped you find the smoke. I helped you become a crim. Uh... I am your friend. Like, you should have had me take the cure with you. Uh, which, like, I get why she's mad, but I also think she needs to understand that there was, like, no time for her to under, like, be like, who should I give the cure to? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I feel like if she was, <laughs> well, first of all, special circumstances was coming for her. Yeah. I would have been too nervous to, like, take it. You would have to think a lot in that minute. Yeah. You'd have to be like, how am I going to hide th- these pills? And should I take it now? Should I wait? But, like, it was, special circumstances was there. Like, Tally didn't have time to be, like. And also, the only reason she remembered that the pills were up there was, like, kissing Zane. So, yeah. what, what was she going to do? Kiss Shay? <laughs> I wish. But it could be. That's not how it would have been. Could, is there Tally and Shay fan fiction out there What somewhere? I'm saying is, Shay, you brought it on yourself by not realizing your compulsive heteronormativity. Well, and also, Shay was offered the cure first. That is true. She was offered the cure first at the end of Uglies, and she refused. That is true. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I guess she didn't, like, have anything to, like, read no letter from herself, though, like Tally did. Yeah, so but. Now that she knows, that just kind of sucks for yeah, her. Yeah, it just kind of sucks for her, because it's just like, girl, you just regret that you didn't take it first. Completely um, wrong but timing. We, uh, basically, we learned that uh, trauma is what makes you bubbly, because now that Shay's remembering all her trauma, 
She's hella bubbly. Exactly. Tally is like, maybe guilt is what drove Zane to feel bubbly all the time. And now, anger. Anger Chase. It's cute. And this is where I texted Laura and was like, I want to be cast as Chase so <laughs> bad. Because I love Shay. I love Shay. Uh, when she's problematic, I'm like, alright. <laughs> I dig you. I love a good villain story. Yeah, and like, yeah, Tally, like, the big revelation, it was, as we said, is she's like, huh, I guess I really don't know Zane that well. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it... Um, well, it's also, like, crazy because it's, like, they were starting to get to know each other and then they were immediately put in a situation where they have these cups so they can't really talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that so. is true. So, the next day, Zane and Tally wake up and Fosto is banging on the door and he brought them hoverboards that were tricked like an ugly day so yeah. the government can't follow them. I love Fosto and I really hope we get to see more of him later in this book because we only see him in, like, little spurts. Well, we probably will, right? I think so. Okay. Um, and Zane and Tally take off to ride around in the rain, and they run into some uglies in old dorm jackets. Exactly, and they find out that these uglies are the uglies from the end of part three from uglies, like the Sussy and Dex, which helped them get into special circumstances. That's so funny. When I was reading her name right now, I was reading it like Sussy, like, <laughs> like pussy? special pussy or something. Yeah. When you become a special oh, circumstances, God. you also get a sussy. You know sussy's gonna be, like, the next thing on TikTok in, like, t- a year, you know? People are gonna talk about that sussy. I have That special so. pussy. That special pussy. Uh, but yeah, so, the uglies remember Tally, and Tally's like, oh shit, I remember them too. And, okay, big thing for my little heart. Yeah. They went to go find the new Smokies, and then apparently they're gone. They're, they're, like, not in where they used to be, but they found the magazines, or some of the magazines, and I was like... I requested that that plotline was not thrown away, and it has not been, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, because they're like, I don't know, this is all that I found, and Tally's like, no, I, they wouldn't just leave that there. Yeah. I know a very important person who died for those. Yeah. And, you know, first reading this, when I had to, um, when I was doing notes, I thought that I was like, oh, they, they must not be there, but then I realized that them leaving it behind is, like, a sign that they probably intentionally put them there. Yeah, so they're back. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, now that it's raining, they're, they're triple wrapped in their cups. Tally and Zane, big heart-to-heart moment. Uh, Tally tells Zane that she told, uh, Shay about the cure, um, and, you know, how mad Shay is at her, and Zane confides that he does remember Dr. Cable. Mm -hmm. And which, again, proves that, like, Zane was indirectly directly the cause for tally to be in this whole mess and they have like a page of back-to-back so it's like i'm glad it was you i guess it always had to be you yeah. it was you it's and on the whole tape on this whole way they're also headed to cleopatra park because sussy i don't care i'm saying it that way sussy and dex said oh are you a part of this like other pretty committee that we saw yeah they're like we've been seeing this uh, new pretty click that's been coming to this ugly park and everyone they're like why would a ugly a pretty click go to an ugly park um, and, uh, they see Shay. And we'll, we're gonna put trigger warning here. Yes. Because here's where it needs to be. Uh, this is a self-harm trigger warning. Uh, so please feel free to, uh, uh, disappear now and we'll see you for the next part of this book. Uh, but that now. A, that was a good, like, um, you saying that, me saying Shay and you saying that, that gave me, like, goosebumps. I was like, oh, we're really building up to something. We're really building up to the Well, it's like, because this is dark. Like, uh, it is I, really about dark. When you texted me that you got to this part, I said, Maggie, this scene has been in my head 
for 12 years since I read this book. I remember this scene so vividly. I thought it happened in the next book, but I was surprised to be like, oh, it's book two. I read it to Anna and Evelyn earlier today, and they were like, how did they let this get away with this? I don't think they even remembered it. They were like, oh, yeah. I must have like really deep, yeah deep well and down. it's like it's i think it's, it's supposed to be dark yeah like, it's supposed to be it's supposed to make you feel the way it's going to feel yeah so they are hoverboarding and it's also to be noted that it is like freezing right now right yeah now. and shay has this whole like posse of crims and it's raining down hard. And I picture them surrounded by trees. I don't think they said that, but I picture them surrounded by trees. I picture them in kind of like a, a cove, and like they're a all clearing. in a circle. Yeah. Yes. And they're wearing these white shirts. The white shirts are getting just soaked by the cold rain. And they keep themselves bubbly by... They fucking cut themselves. Yeah, like, they all pass a knife around and a cut from, into their arm and hold their arms up so they the blood sheds down onto their white t-shirts. I pictured it wrist to elbow. Like, yeah. straight up. I pictured it, yeah. Like, yeah. insane. Which is not good. No. It's... And I... It, here's the thing. Is that, like, as someone who self-harms, I was not ready for this, but it logically makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of other things I could take, but it's... Being bubbly is, like, all chasing a high. Yeah. Like, being bubbly is, like, they're chasing this awareness that they're not allowed to have. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, and like, a, a, a scary way for Shay to have found that, and she's convinced other people that this is what you need to feel this way. Is, do you think in New Pretty Town, like, someone could effectively kill themselves? Or would, do you think the interface ring would, like, alert um, the hospital? I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're, you know, more prone to, like, scarring or whatever. Or if, like, they're, oh, like, yeah. maybe they don't bleed as quickly or their skin is thicker. Like, I have no idea. I would imagine... Yeah. That, like, you or I doing that action, w- which would cause death, doesn't happen to pretties as easily. I feel like it's harder for pretties to die. I agree, because I feel like even though the government is like, these are things that we control, it also feels like, I mean, not that they genuinely care about them, yeah. but, like, they would keep them alive. Exactly. And and we know that these pretties are likely have taken their interface from, is rings off, so nobody knows that they're in this clearing besides mm-hmm. the uglies and now Zane and Tally. And Zane and Tally, as they're having their heart-to-heart, they look over, they see this, and Shay also makes eye contact with them. Yeah. And, and Zane is having really bad headaches, so they need to get out of there. Yeah, it turns out Zane like, stops breathing, and so, of course, again, Tally, having a bad day, sees her best friend in a field with a group of people right on the heels of last night. And now her boyfriend it can't breathe and is refusing to go to a hospital. And she's like, fuck no, I'm taking you to a hospital. And um, he's like, why? And she's like, in case you stop breathing. Yeah, again. and he's like, I don't want to go. <laughs> and she's like, you have to. And he's like, but he's such, I wrote down that he's such a little boy being like, I'm fine. And like, oh my God, yeah. Off. It reminds me of when my boyfriend had a concussion and he kept going, I'm fine. And I was like, I'm convinced you have a concussion. And then like five hours later, he, he was like, I don't know, I'm just having, like, a lot of trouble remembering things, and I keep throwing up. And I was like, you had a concussion this whole time, but you kept telling me it was fine. That is, like, so, oh my god, it's Boys are so dumb. Thing. I love my boyfriend so much, but boys are so dumb. I know. Um, so anyway, like, Shay starts, like, angrily, like, I, I picture walking slowly, like, but angrily towards this, because she's like, who the fuck is watching us? 
And Tally's, like, pushing Zane's limp body onto a hoverboard horizontally. And it sounds like she lays on top of yeah, it. So it yeah. sounds like it's just two people laying Sandwich, on a hoverboard yeah. that's just somehow carrying them to the hospital. I picture it, like, kind of like, um, you know, like, when you're on a surfboard and you have to, like, paddle? I kind of picture her doing that <gasps> yeah. with the hoverboard. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, while Zane's having his little prima donna headache, they, uh... <laughs> Pre-Madonna, he stops breathing. He so stops dramatic. Because he needs attention. He needs to steal attention away from David to make himself interesting. Oh, uh, we still, where is David? Make him come back. So they touch down at the hospital and they're sort of sitting near like where the ambulances are. And Zane's like, well, guess I'm already here. I better see the doctor for something. And he just punches the ambulance trunk and breaks like three bones. Yeah. And which is again, just like, Zane, what the fuck? Like. I don't know. Hell yes, Queen, go off. But then this quote on 171, I was like, ooh, this, these are, I don't know yet. It's not like they're glorifying self-harm, but uh, Tally did say Zane seemed pretty bubbly after cracking his hand, so maybe Shay wasn't in, as insane as she looked. At least she knew that worked. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not a long-term solution or really a short-term solution. Yeah. Um, uh, just more of an observation of how new Pretty Town and brains, Pretty Brains work. Yeah, they really, I mean, they drink every night, but they're, they're, they don't really know. I guess the long-term effects of self-harm, who knows? Oh my goodness. So, while Zane is in the operation room, some orderly is like, hi, Tally, have you checked your mail? Which vibe check? Which vibe check? She's like, first of all, no. No. Second of all, who are you? (laughs) Could you imagine someone, some random person on the street just being like, hi, Laura, have you checked your I feel like, how the fuck do you know me? Get away from me right now. I probably would think it was a bomb or a coupon. I mean, (laughs) probably a coupon. Uh, But if it happened in a hospital, I would be so alarmed. Because I'd be like, I miss paying a bill. Oh yeah, I guess she's in a hospital. I immediately wouldn't trust the person, but I realize it would probably be a healthcare. Yeah, person. exactly. So, in the, but in this world, it's weird because I don't think they pay for hospital here because it, it's the future and everything has been fixed. Honestly, New Pretty Town is like it sucks, but is pseudo low key kind of socialist because I don't like, think they pay, and they're also very environmentally like, friendly. New Pretty Town would be so fucking great if everybody wasn't brainwashed. That is true. If there was like a pill you could. Maybe you get hotter, but they don't do the lesions. Yeah. And you could decide. Yeah, maybe they, like, you're getting your surgery and they're like, do you want lesions or no? And do you they're want like, lesions? And, yeah. Or they're like, you can try them out for a bit. If you want to get rid of them, you can take them out. Yeah, it's sort of like an IUD. You have to yeah, go in every five years. every five years to see if you still want your lesions or not. <laughs> as long as I would be productive and still get things done and there's just no sadness, I think yeah. I'd probably take that. I feel like they should make even, like, like short-term lesions. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like, cause, you know, it's because it feels like it's kind of like alcohol, you know? Or like, you know, like getting high. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like they should have, like, smokable leashes. <laughs> that that would be cool. Or maybe we're just talking about drugs. But these are drugs that work. Yeah, are these good. are drugs that work and are short-term and don't hurt you long-term. Because Terms. it's the future. Exactly. It doesn't sound like Maddie said anyone died from it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, new character alert. We're about to be introduced to a new character. I feel character. like this goes great into, we're sort of talking about mental health, so the orderly ends up being a shrink. Yeah, here's the transition. His name is Dr. Remy Anders, and he's a trauma counselor, which you've been talking a lot about trauma bonding uh this, this whole book. book. And we finally get it this part, really. <laughs> so we do get a trauma bonding. We get a trauma bonding, and now we get a trauma check-in. We get a trauma check-in because he wants to check in with everyone from the ice incident earlier when the ice broke. 
And she's like, oh, well, uh, Shay has been totally bogus. Yeah, and he's really concerned about Shay, most of all, because they've been noticing something because they like she was observed for her yelling uh in the in the park the other night at their party um and okay something i want to talk about here is it's talked about how he has invisible like data screens that only he can see and he'll like Mm -hmm. look off to the side nod and write something down and how crazy would that be to be like talking to a doctor and they just look off to the side and go oh interesting and, like, look at their data that you cannot see, and then they just go back to talking to you. I don't think I'm on a reality show. Right? I'd be like, I'm going insane. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's something that these doctors have. They have, like, top secret classified data that they only get to see, almost like a computer screen that's only invisible to them. And she really doesn't give him anything to work with, and he's essentially just kind of has to, like, throw in the towel. He's like, well, thank you for your time. And she's like, I'm going to go eat a cookie. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> does say that i know <laughs> that's what's so funny about it like cool bye gotta go eat food and zane comes out and his headaches he got his hand treated but they i don't think they looked at his headaches so they're getting worse yeah so he did, still said nothing about the headaches so tally tells zane about dr remy asking about shay because he knows about their fight and zane's like great he's gonna ask her everything will break loose they'll know everything and also we need we really need shay to quote lay off the cutting i thought that was <laughs> Which is, like, true. She should. Self-harm is better. Could you imagine, like, somebody telling somebody just to lay, like, who's self-harming, just be like, hey, lay off it. I cannot imagine. I had, like, a guidance counselor have to talk to me in my Catholic high school about it in high school. And if someone, if she had been like, hey, can we be real? Lay off the cutting. I would have been like, hmm. You, okay, just hold me. Like, would it work? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So, um, this is when they decide they need to leave. They're like, we need to leave tonight. Because if they stay, they'll probably, like, kill, they'll either kill themselves or they'll, like, they'll be trying to get this new pill. Yeah, they're like, we're not ready to, like, leave just yet, but we gotta. Like, we know this doctor's gonna keep looking after us. People are on to Shay. Shay's telling other people, like, shit's about to combust in New Pretty Town. But they really need to try to figure out how to get these cuffs by. And I, how did you visualize this? Because I visualized it as they walked out of the hospital and they just see a shed and they're like, there's the shed. I pictured that that scene uh, happens later. So, like, they go home. Zane has his idea. And now we're transferred to uh, this, like, glass-blowing studio slash metal shed. Yes, and Zane has this idea because him and Fausto back in Ugly Town Times, I think, they would make, he would make, like, old cafeteria trays. Yeah. With one of those things that is, like, a crusher. So how I imagined crusher, yeah. it is, like, on TikTok, do you ever see those ones where they, like, put Play-Dohs and things and then they just have the steam metal crusher Oh, down? I haven't seen that, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah, that's how I envisioned it, too. It's just, like, a thing and they have a railing and they press down, the whole machine comes down. They lift it up, and then something new is there. That's how I imagine it. Oh, you know, I think you're right, too, because I think that this might be, like, near an old, like, publishing house. It seems like it was, like, those postage stamps where they literally stamp them. Yeah, like a press. Yes. That's what we're looking for. Um, But that's how, like, yeah, we imagined it. It's called a crusher, um, but it won't crush humans if the humans are in there. Because they can identify body heat. Yeah. So what Zane is going to do is he's going to stick his hand in ice for a while so his body heat doesn't come off. And then, I guess, I don't really know from there, he doesn't really have the best idea, but he's just going to crush his hand. Zane, it's like, props to Zane for having an idea, but not super thought out. Like, he's like, 
I programmed this thing so it'll stop at like this measurement and it'll change for you because of your like body height and size. We're gonna. St I brought this bucket of ice with us to lower our body heat. I honestly don't know who hurts themselves worse in this act if it's Shay or Zane because Zane kind of just seems like he doesn't really think through it. And like, is it is like I can fix this and do this, and doesn't think about the long term. Well, I also at think all. I uh, look. I think now that you mentioned that, I feel like Zane's headaches are so debilitating that he probably isn't thinking things through the way he normally would. Oh yeah, maybe because he's like, just had like the longest concussion. Like, have you ever had like really bad migraines? Like, it is so hard to think straight when you have a, like a migraine. I yeah. remember I was at Cedar Point once for an entire day with a migraine, and never once did I think to go to the infirmary. Like, because um, you just don't think straight. That is fair. That makes sense. Yeah. And at the same time, thank God, Tally sees this woman blowing glass, and she's kind of, like, sticking her whole hand into the oven, like, yeah. the oven to shape the glass. And she's like, how do you do that? And this woman, there's these gloves that can essentially, they look like skin, and they can take so much heat. Yeah, like, so you can go inside an entire, like, glass-blowing urn, and those things are hot. Yes. Yeah. So Tally's like, perfect, we will just slip these under the rings, put the rings on top, and then just burn it. I don't understand why they don't just do it there. Because the yeah. glass blower is like, oh, you're Tally, well, just be safe with whatever you're doing. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. Or go to another, like, glass blowing fire kiln. Like, yeah. yeah, but no, they have to go find another thing, and it gets a little weird. Yeah, they can't, that would have been done in the I thought minutes. I thought they were going to say, they're like, cool, let's stay here and then run. No, instead they have to do probably the hardest thing. The most ridiculous thing. They find these hot air balloons at the top of a par party sire, whatever that means, and they decide to hoverboard up there and jump into them, but the only way that they can hoverboard up there is they have to use the metal that is um, on these um, lifters that are just holding the hot air balloons in place before they would like let them go. Yeah, and so they get in, they each take a balloon, uh -huh. uh, one's shaped like a pig. Yes, for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Uh, and, the, you know, Tally gets in hers and is like, we have to take this balloon down. And they're like, okay. <laughs> she does just hop in there, and then she's like, listen, this is a stick up. This is she's a hold like, up. We are descending now, and the other pretties are like, ha, okay. And then they bring her down, and she's like, listen, if you want this to be really bubbly making, wait an hour to tell people, and they go, where are you going? And she goes, the new smoke. Yeah, she's like, they're going to repeat this in history books for ages, which is like, all right, Tally, a little bit too confident there, but... Yeah, what if you can't get the bracelets off? There's a lot of things that could go wrong. I don't think I would have. I would have been <gasps> right? like, didn't I already put these people in danger? Yeah, but, uh, so they have some of their crims with them. Fausto, Paris, and Tally, uh, Zane comes in with them, and then... Four other crims go in the other balloon, I assume. I don't know if the other balloon is creating a, a, a diversion or they're also leaving. I thought there were more crims, but I know that, yeah, Zane comes over and I think it's Fausto and Paris and yeah. them, and he's like, there's four others. So there's eight crims yeah. that I get. Yeah, that's what I got too. And they, they go up and they're like, we have to, they're trying to use the burner in the hot air balloon mm -hmm. to take off their wrist bracelets. So they're just like throwing their arm up there. Tally gets hers off pretty fast but it kind of gets like stuck again on her thumb but she like rips it off and is like woohoo I'm done and like that throws it in the wicker side. basket and then the wicker basket like catches fire but that's yeah. not a big deal it's they not a big deal but like honestly wouldn't you just do that like whoop it's off <laughs> I, I would do that like finally especially and, if you have gloves
gloves that you can't feel the heat and you take it off. Yeah, I don't think I would think exactly. It's hot. And you would forget kind of that in New Pretty Town that they have endless technology that this balloon is still made from wicker. And Zane finally gets it off and he's like, "Woohoo! Yay, Tally! I'll see you down there." And him and Fausto go. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get more we're, Fausto probably. We're, yeah, we're in the realm where we have to like get going now. We're like, you know, we can see the ruckus as has starting. We have to jump off and go find the new Smokies now. And it is very important that they jump off where they are in the air because they're pretty sure that if they get too far, if they drift too far off, they're going to be way too far away from Rusty Ruins. Exactly. And they don't want to be not over metal because then their hoverboards won't catch them. Mm -hmm. Um, But But Paris goes on this whole adventure just because he wants wants to have fun, I guess. No one told him what was going on the entire time. Like, yeah. they explicitly say that, like, uh, when they get in the balloon, like, Tally realized that Paris had no idea what was going on and nobody had told him. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine just being, like, one of eight people just completely in the dark of what's going on? Of what's going on, like, being like, okay, I'm gonna go up in this hot air balloon with my friends, and then they expect you to jump? You need to tell, if you're not on a reality game show where it is expected, like, there's twists and turns, someone needs to let you know beforehand. Someone needs to tell you, like, we're gonna escape. Like, that's usually, like, a, we're all, we all know we are escaping, right? So I picture this as Tally's on the side of the wicker basket, and she's looking over, she's got her hoverboard already, and she goes, come on, Paris, let's go, and she looks back, and Paris is like, uh, no. (laughs) That's exactly it, Paris is like, I don't, I don't want to leave, and Tally's like, What? Yeah, she's like, but you're a mindless robot. And he's like, I like being a himbo. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it. Like, that's literally, he's like, I don't know, I like it here. Yeah, and then then she is like, well, they go back and forth a bit, but she's not going to change his mind. Yeah, and then she realizes that she's, like, too far away now from the city grid. And she's like, fuck. And Paris is like, well, it's okay, we can go back. We'll have a great time. And she's like, fuck you, and just jumps out. And we don't know if there's any metal to catch her. Yeah, she literally is just like, fuck, bye, Paris. And I was like, that was your best friend for like 16 years, but okay. It does end very dramatically where he's like, I don't want you to lose you. And she just turns around and she's like, you but already I have. have. Zane's changed her. <laughs> Zane's, made, Zane's made her more dramatic. Once you said that you want Cole Sprouse to play him, I was like, oh, I can picture exactly who's yeah. in my head. Uh, well, that, we, we, that's where we leave off with this part. Uh, we need to get into our top five. Yep. And for this one, we thought we'd do a little fun one that would be top five better cliques that Shay could have been in. She could have been in so many better cliques. Just probably that would have stimulated her brain a little more. Absolutely. And more healthily. For sure. Uh, number five, become one of the hot airs. They get to go up and down in balloons all the time. What's not to love about that? I know. See, the sunrise, sunset, sounds like fun. And then that was the only actual one that we knew, so the rest, the we, other four are just ones that oh, we kind of yeah. came up boy, with. Boy, listeners, did we forget the rest of the clicks they listed off in part one, so we made up our own. We're manifesting a few clicks that we would like to see ourselves in, starting off with number four, which is the beekeeper click. Which is a pretty, like, stimulating click to be in as bees are endangered. She could get her high by just getting it's stung. stung. Yeah. Pretty hot. Uh, number three is uh, going to be uh, uh, the eye surgery click. We know that she has, like, a little, like, rotating clock in her uh, iris of her eye. That would be pretty fun. It'd Imagine, pretty like, cool. a bouncer, and he's like, who do you know here? And they and just have take, to make the gems spin. Or they take off their sunglasses and reveal their gem-spinning eyes. And they're like, oh, come right this way. That would be pretty, pretty cool. cool. It, like, it looks flashy. It looks cool. 
Uh, number two is one near and dear to Laura and I's hearts. We would want her to join the town AV club. Right. If you work with technology, you're going to learn a lot. And learning is the key to bubbly in my mind. Watch some A24 movies. I'm sure you'll project onto whatever female lead, whatever male has written about. Exactly. Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Uh, love it. We Chase have to. Dreams. Chase dreams. And number one, uh, just get a retail job or any other part-time job for that matter because work builds character. And maybe what makes you feel even more bubbly, but with an actual schedule. Some of the most interesting people I've met have worked retail grocery jobs. Yeah. Everyone's interesting. We in love the service service and retail workers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's it. That's our top five listeners. And that's it for this episode. We did it, Maggie. We have one more part in this book. I know. I'm excited. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like... I have kind of an idea because I like vaguely remember reading this, but not a huge idea. This is all a surprise to me because I've never read it. So. And that's what I love about this, and I love about us, and I love about this podcast. Me too. Uh, listeners, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh man, I wish I could do something to help Maggie and Laura out, rate us five stars. That That's it. Rate, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend about us. We would love that. We'd really appreciate it. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're happy that you're here. Also, be sure to follow us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram, at Yali Reddit on Twitter. Uh, we, we post there regularly about the podcast. So if you're looking to stay in the loop, uh, we're also part of the Audio Mint Podcast Network. So if you're looking for other cool podcasts to listen to, I suggest starting there. And that's it. And Maggie agrees. I I would love to note that Maggie does approve of everything I just said. This is true. (laughs) Well, that's it for this episode of Yowie Reddit, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.